Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back into Mining Stock Daily. We have one last episode for you today. Uh, before we get into my conversation with Galen McNamara from Summa Silver, let's take a quick look at the numbers, how the metals held up. Uh, gold had, uh, well, it was pretty much down for the day once again, but uh, still in this range since that big drop last week, about 1775 futures basis. Uh, silver continues to be held in this uh, range just above its 200-day moving average, about right at 26 dollars. So speaking of silver, let's go over to Suma Silver and their exploration work outside of Tonopah on the Hughes property. Uh, Galen, uh, you continue to get some work done there on the ground. Uh, welcome back to the show. Hey, thanks very much, Trevor. And it's always great to, to join you on the show. Yeah, th- we, we got some uh, just some pretty uh, lay of the land here updates to get your corporate commentary on. Uh, first, I, I want to cover the latest news from this week. Uh, it's, it's, it, you know, it's important news because what you're doing is you're going in, you're putting some geophysical work, getting the data compiled. This is the first time that this area has ever seen modern day geophysical exploration. So this could really be a game changer. Yeah, that's right. That's right, Trevor. And We've been concentrating very, very hard and really pushing forward in the heart of this old district around some of the old mines and around the famous old Belmont mine. But what a lot of people don't really know yet uh, is that the exploration potential uh, to the east and to the north of the old mining district is, you know, in my opinion, very, very high. We have proven last year that the district continues out to the east uh, at least 1.3 kilometers past that old Belmont mine. And in my mind now, it's a question of how far could it go? How big could it get? Uh, where are the targets? You know, what to do next? How do we how do we continue to grow this thing and potentially make a you know a very 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 large discovery? And just to back up a little bit, and why do I like the eastern part of the property and the northern part of the property? It, it all goes back to when I was originally looking at this thing, and we put it all back together, and you know we were very very well not very very confident, but we were confident that the system and the mineralization continued out to the east past where it had ever been found before. Uh, and, and we were drilled only one hole way out there uh, last year and it hit. So that was a nice little confirmation of, of our exploration ideas. But even before that, you know, like I was, I was looking at this thing and just thought to myself, I had a realization one day that, geez, you know, this, this district continues to the east. And I went and looked at those areas on the ground and saw all this strong hydrothermal alteration at surface and, and then had another realization that none of it was ever explored really. Uh, so staked all of the claims around there, combined everything together. Uh, and now finally, you know, after a couple of years or, or excuse me, a year and a half, it's really been time to go in and, and start doing the, the early exploration in these areas. And, and I'm really happy to say that the first IP survey uh, that covered the immediate eastern extension of the district, uh, east of anywhere where we've drilled before, just shows a few really compelling targets and chargeability and resistivity anomalies. And I won't get too far into the weeds on that technically, but you know, as an exploration geologist, I think I wrote on Twitter yesterday, it takes a lot to get me excited for results that aren't drill results. Uh, but this is one of those situations where I see where we've drilled a hole and then immediately beside that hole, we've got a big honking geophysical target that looks very, very significant, uh, which is unexplored and could represent the eastern extension of one of the best silver districts in the United States. So that's where uh, that's where we're at right now. Uh, there's work continuing to be uh, to be ongoing there uh, on surface, some some structurally focused geological mapping. 
and then the soil samples. Um, but but I tell you, just just before we move on here, just a an interesting story. We've got a guy by the name of Marcus Johnston uh, that's out there working for us, uh, working with us, I should say, doing some geological mapping. Uh, he has a PhD, uh, extensive mapping experience in Nevada, uh, and he's an interesting guy because uh, there's very few people that I've ever met that are singularly focused on discovery like he is. So it's it's really a pleasure to work with him. But we were having this discussion in the field last week, uh, and he says to me, you know, look at what's going on in the Bullfrog District down by Beatty, Nevada, uh, where you've got a lot, you know, you've got the majors, you've got Core, uh, you've got Anglo, you've got Barrick, uh, and of course Corvus Gold announced those gigantic, you know, results. I think just this morning. Yeah. You know that area is just blown up, and he says to me, you know, I'm really surprised that it happened there before it happened here, you know, in Tonopah, because it's a, you know, it's a very similar type of, you know, situation. This historical district that hasn't seen much modern exploration, and now we're very, very confident that the potential outside of the historical district is now very high. So uh, I was I was glad to hear him say that because, you know, in, in my opinion, we've staked all the good ground that's open. So, uh, so I think we're doing very well. I, I got to give you a little grief here because I remember a couple months ago you and I were chatting on the podcast, and I specifically asked you, I think it was a question regarding scale. To the Hughes yeah. property, and I asked you, you right. know, what's going up north and what's going on east, and I, I feel like you kind of blew me off, Galen. I feel like there wasn't, you didn't have much to share. Uh, but this is a completely different Galen when it comes to this side of the property. Yeah, that's right. It's a it's a completely different you know facet of exploration where in the old district we're really focusing on following up on unmined extensions of veins, finding new veins in the shadows of old veins, which uh, really there, the, the idea is, is to, to try to draw parallels to what, you know, Vizsla is doing right now very successfully or what Silvercrest has done in the past five years, extremely successfully, you know, that's the, that's the focus in that part of the district. But when you zoom out a little bit and you move over to the East and you move over to the North, then you're really into Brownfields exploration, you know, but it's in a district, like you know, right beside a district that's that's very, very prolific, famous, you know, Wild West old district. And you've got these you know, high, highly prospective targets that have never been recognized before, certainly never been mm -hmm. drilled or explored in, in any way that's significant. So, you know, that, yeah, so that's why I'm, I'm excited about this. Well, I, and I want to piggyback on the idea um, with your colleague mentioning uh, uh, the BD area. I have been to BD and uh, been on the ground with Corvus Gold. And really, so it, I, I'm hoping you can maybe help us draw some conclusions and, and kind of pinpoint what these similarities are. Because I know uh, over at like the Motherlode project, there's a lot of different mineralization there. Uh, but the con constant theme is, well, the future of the Bullfrog District will be the uh, the sulfide, uh, which is you know kind of sandwiched in between two layers of oxalate, so it's really different type of uh, mineralization. Yeah. So, what are the similarities that you guys are kind of expecting to see, or wouldn't be surprised to see, uh, from what you what they're seeing the bullfrog in comparison to here here at the Hughes property? Yeah, yeah. So there is you know in addition to the high grade story of you know what's going on in Tonopah between Suma Silver and of course. The guys over at BlackRock, uh, Andrew and Bill, are working on. Um, you zoom out a little bit, and immediately surrounding the town, there is a lot of bulk tonnage-style disseminated mineralization that, if you start, you know, listing them all out, it actually starts to be quite remarkable. So you've got these two different flavors 
of mineralization in the high grade veins, you know, and the lower grade bulk tonnage targets and, and significant zones. So just zooming out a little bit, uh, immediately south of Tonopah is the, uh, the Hasbrook deposits that West Vault is working on. Uh, you've got Viva Gold to the northeast that, you know, has some significant mineralization there. But I think most interestingly and, and most recently, uh, the thing that I'm excited about is uh, the east side deposit that is owned by Allegiant Gold. And Allegiant Gold is actually one of SUMA's partners in that we optioned the Mugion district uh, from them in August of last year. So I'm, you know, I talk to their CEO, Peter, quite, quite frequently. And, and I really like that company. They've been a pleasure to work with. You know, I'm a shareholder personally because I like what they're doing. And at East Side, yeah, they've, they're on to something very significant there and, and had some very, very strong drill results. I think a couple weeks ago, two or three weeks ago. But I was talking to you, know, funny story. I was talking to Peter about it a couple days ago. And, and I was just like, oh, you can see that district from Tonopah. The alteration footprint is so large, et cetera, et cetera. And he goes, oh, yeah, it's uh, 17 minutes from the Clown Motel driving. And so, he, <laughs> so it's, you know, it's right north of town. Uh, very easy to get to. And, and, and honestly... There's, that's probably just scratching the surface between, you know, half a dozen companies that have significant mineralization in the area. Uh, this really could be, you know, the next big thing. It has all of the hallmarks of a, of a, of a really emerging district. So we're, we're pretty excited to be here. And, and, you know, we're concentrating, of course, on the higher grades. Uh, but there's lots of mineralization around. So when do you get to put a drill into this? Uh, you, you've got a couple... Uh, high priority targets that was mentioned in the news release. When will they see a drill? So they'll see a drill, you know, not to, you know, again, you, you're putting me on the hook here and you're probably going <laughs> to, you know, give me a hard time about this next time that we talk and I have more information for you. But the answer to that is soon. So we need to, number one, refine the targets better and make sure we're drilling the best targets first. So in order to do that, we need to complete the soil surveys that we're doing uh, and we need to complete the geological mapping that we're doing. Uh, so, you know, that'll be happening in the next couple months. And then after that, once we pick the targets that we want to drill, uh, there's a BLM permitting phase um, that we have to go through as well. Um, and that is some that takes somewhere in the neighborhood of 60 days. So uh, I'd say we'll be looking at drilling, you know, the best targets probably this year. Okay, very good. But there is drilling currently happening. So give us what is what, yeah. what kind of drilling is going on at the property now? That's right. That's right. That's a good point, of course. So right now, uh, we've, we're in the, say, the middle of a 10,000-meter drill program with two core rigs operating right now. Uh, as of the news a couple days ago, we'd completed 10 holes. Uh, mostly, well, all of them, actually, excuse me, in the heart of the district, really following up on what we did last year and stepping out around some of the high-grade hits we had last year in a systematic way so we can just build ounces as efficiently as possible. Uh, 10 holes completed so far, uh, and all of them have hit interesting structures, you know, veins, breaches, stockworks that show visible silver minerals, uh, and that's usually a good indication that the core is mineralized. Yeah, very good. Uh, back in late March, you did put out uh, some drill results. It was a little under a meter of just about 3,000 grams per ton silver. Um, talk to us about uh, you, You've seen core obviously hasn't been assayed, but just from a visual perspective, are you seeing similarities from what uh, what you have drilled and had assayed to what is currently pending assays now? Yeah, I, I would say it's safe to say uh, strong similarities to uh, what we've previously um, put out. Um this district, though, you know, like we know that the veins, when they get to be their largest, get to be 15 meters plus at, you know, grades well exceeding 1,000 grams per ton silver equivalent. 
So that's really the the main prize here, uh, and really what uh, what everyone's looking for. Very good. What else is happening here? I mean, we covered a lot of ground here. <laughs> yeah. We have, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So well, when you, it, you know what? There's the, the other thing that we're working very hard on right now uh, is planning a 10,000-meter drill program on our New Mexico property called the Mugion property. And, you know, this is another one of these Wild West old mining districts that was in operation between the 1880s and 1942 uh, and since then hasn't seen, you know, much or any modern exploration. So that's another one that uh that we're very very working working very very hard on and preparing to drill probably starting uh within six weeks very good well we look forward to getting more news out of summa silver galen pleasure to chat with you once again it has it's been a little it's been a little while since we've had you on the show it has it has but we've just been nose to the grindstone and uh working away so we're going to continue to do that very good well i appreciate your time as always and uh, we look forward to catching up with you again here in the near future Great. Thanks, Trevor. It's Galen McNamara from Summa Silver. They trade on the TSX Venture with SSVR and also on the OTCQB here in the U.S. with the symbol SSVRF. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.